Hello, 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 and welcome back to an episode of Tea Row Time with T. Shay May. I'm your girl, I'm your host, I'm your favorite cup of tea, T. Shay May, Tishana, Henro, Henrietta, and welcome back to this episode. What is up, y'all? All right, before we get into today's card, for those who are new and joining us, welcome. If you are new here, this is a podcast where I talk about tarot cards, which I formerly used to give readings on adolescent content with, but have made it into a podcast series to talk about each tarot card and how it has been very, very reflective, how it has been very correspondent in my own personal life, and how it may relate to the collective as well. If you have your phone or computer Ladora in your hands, go ahead, go on Google, go on Pinterest, and look up our card of today. Now, if your hands are preoccupied because you're driving, doing some errands, other things, it is okay. I will also be describing the illustration of the card to y'all as well. As well as afterwards, I will be explaining the upright and reverse meanings and my own interpretations of them as well. It is time for some magic. We are going to go over the card of the magician today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. Now, the magician is a part of the major arcana, arcana, depending on how y'all like to pronounce it. Of the tarot cards right these are very named cards as i want to say and the magician is in roman numerical number one uno this magician is standing in what looks like a garden right there's vines with like roses very very beautiful lovely flares flowers blossoming around them this musician is wearing basically a white tunic if i'm not mistaken with a red poncho over it they have the affinity symbol going above their head they are holding i believe bitch what are they holding hold on Mm -hmm, i'm trying to see this shit for myself it looks like a wand, but not in the traditional writer's weight wand where the wand looks like a stick. They are holding a wand of their own of a source. That's going to be my interpretation. Okay. Now, they're standing behind a table, and in a table in front of them, there is a pentacle, there is a cup, there is a sword, and there is a wand. In regards of its upright meaning, the magician is seen as somebody who is very powerful, very resourceful, somebody that is in tune with all the elements, hence why all of those four things, which represents the four elements, which are already represented in regards of the suites or the suits of the tarot cards, is there. The magician is somebody that knows how to harness that energy. Knows how to manifest it, if you will. And if anything, this person can be seen as very helpful. If you think of a shaman or the village voodoo person, somebody, you know, that everyone goes to 
for advice and guidance or somebody that everyone goes to because they know they make shit happen. Not just shit happen, but miracles happen. However, we're going to talk about its reverse meaning. This reverse meaning of the magician can be somebody who is very treacherous. A traitor. A traitor. As Olivia Rodrigo would have sang. Somebody who is a trickster who uses those elements against free will to the disadvantage of others. Like, they're the type of person to fuck around and not give a fuck who was finding out. They just want to fuck around. It's giving Jafar. (laughs) It's giving Jafar specifically from Aladdin. Like, that motherfucker had power and tried to use it to his advantage. If anything, did. Okay, it's giving Jafar and Ursula specifically. Because they had powers of their own and they used them to their advantage. Mm, love a good Disney villain. If anything, it's just giving villain. It's giving villain era, but like not in the villain era that like I was in. Villain era in this sense is like, oh, like you on some fuck shit. Like you was on some, I want to watch the world burn shit. Got you, right? <laughs> so with that being said... I'll say right before filming this, when I looked at a magician, because I also just filmed another episode before this, when I was looking at the magician card, the word alchemist came to mind. And this is where story time is about to begin. Because I earlier this year, I have finished reading The Alchemist. And mind you, it took me like a year and a half. And the only reason it took me a year and a half to finish this because I actually started the book in summer of 2021. Um, I believe I was on a road, on a road trip with family and I started the book, but I had not picked it back up and I had just been preoccupied with life. And it was like sitting in like a backpack that I usually like take with me or pack with me whenever I'm like going to the pool in my neighborhood. And basically I had not read that book or I would pick out the book and then like take breaks. Because granted it's been years since I've actually read a physical book. And two it was just kind of like finding the time to just sit and read nowadays which is very hard in our day and age it's just very hard yes i could read fanfics and i could read novellas and captions or whatever on social media but to read a physical book is very hard to make time for unless I was on vacation and had the intention of not really being on my phone or I was on vacation out the country, so I couldn't really do much with my phone in the first place. So, when me and my family went to our homeland, our home country, Jamaica, earlier this year, I, during vacation, finished reading The Alchemist. Now, mind you, I believe, like, by the time I had picked it back up, I was, like, probably on, like, page... I think I was between somewhere page 25 and page 50. Because I remember I made a point to, like, finish at 25 or finish at 50. So I don't remember which page I was. I think it was at 25. And then I think, like, I had to kind of, like... I think I was actually a bit further, but I think I read back a bit just to kind of, like 
catch myself up and just you know recap so I didn't reread the entire thing I at least went back to kind of be like okay previously on the alchemist we're how we left off you know type shit you know it's a book that like everybody raves about because it does tell you and give you like the simplicities of quotes and very life-changing or very life-inspiring and you know some people will have their opinions about it my opinion because the day I finished it was actually like the first full moon of this year and so when I finished it I was very like proud of myself I made the revelation that night during my full moon readings that oh crap the timeline as to which I finished reading this book or the timeline I had as to when reading this book was like half the time ever since I had it because an old because because a mentor of mine and Michael's had both gifted us this book like the last time we saw them February of 2020 so before the pandemic happened we both received this book and what was very interesting was like when I finished it I immediately like messaged him was like dude I just finished and I very much love it and when I had started reading it I started seeing the word alchemy pop up for me in my readings and I didn't really understand what it meant and so by that time I had finished a book I had to come to a realization that bitch do you not realize you're an alchemist <laughs> Because I think one of the readings was like, am I one? And then it's like, bitch, yes. Like, <laughs> and and once again, that, that that's because I also want to say and state that last year, the last energy that I had to transmute, because listen, I'm an Aquarius. I am not a water sign, but I've always loved being in bodies of water. I love taking my spiritual bath. I love swimming in the summer. Anytime I'm going to a vacation family and it's at a beach destination, I've always make sure I go to the fucking beach. Beach, let's go away. They say, what's it going to say? I have a drink, clean, kind of one night, but bitches like me, like, have to come by. You know, I, I always make sure I'm like near the ocean because I am Tawana. <laughs> okay. Air energy has kind of always been a part of me as an air sign anyway i fuck with the winds recently in recent years i've definitely been much more in touch with my fire energy and as i mentioned in like the queen of wands episode like the way that i deal with ending of a friendship or relationship in general like i burn that shit that's just my coping so i cope through flames i guess you know smoke cleansings and stuff and everything with incense and sage and whatnot but the last energy that I had to transmute was earth because of the fact that for me it was the hardest and I say it was the hardest just because it took such maybe a long time for me to ground myself to be present and grounding myself like I used to just hike in order to ground myself granted I haven't done that in months now that I think about it and you know, really connect with nature. And I think because, like, sometimes I do spend so much time indoors that maybe when I was spending time outside, like, in the summer, like, in the pool, where I would, like, yes, 
go swimming in the hot ass weather in the fucking sun but nonetheless i was transmuting all the energies at once that's when it's just like oh and so last year i made it like a mission of mine to transmute earth energy and i think truly by the third quarter of last year i transmuted it very very well now keeping that shit up that is a whole nother thing i will specifically say when it came to earth energy some of it was material energy so money 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 makes the world go round the world go yeah yeah that which i will say like you know having to just stop worrying about financial situations and just let the money come and flow like i think and i can think back especially when it came to my business that once I started to have the mindset of like letting those financial worries subside, the money started coming in. The money started coming in, the the fucking sessions, the fucking income started coming in, like revenue started coming in, which I am very, very grateful for. Nonetheless, I did not clock that a bitch not only was i was trying to transmute shit i was really alchemizing shit and that is just so crazy to me so when i realized that oh crap bitch you're an alchemist and not only you're an alchemist like like you've been one you you've been one it just took you finishing the book to really realize it and i highly recommend the book to anyone who whether if they're just interested and, you know, like, they don't know much about it. You know, we all have our purpose and our journey and what we need to do to get through it. Because once again, like, it's all about the journey, not the destination. It was very interesting because I really looked back and it was just like, oh, crap, I am not the same person I was when I first got this book. I don't even have most of the same people in my life anymore i have less and i'm not mad at that i'm not i'm very grateful and very blessed to have been gifted it and that it has definitely made its way to me i've definitely come to this conclusion or realization of alchemy of achieving alchemy and i think that is something that's just so beautiful now do I have anything to say in regards of its negative slash reverse connotation? Let's just be real here. There are people out there that have the resources, that have the means, that have the products, that have the things that can help others, but choose not to. Now, when I say I was in my villain era, yes, I was in a selfish era because I was in an era which I was creating and establishing and asserting boundaries. And there is nothing wrong with that. If somebody's in the process of literally boundary setting, there is nothing wrong with that. But for someone to cross boundaries, for someone to cross others, for someone to manipulate shit, 
there's a difference between manifesting shit or alchemizing shit and then there's a and there's a and there's a difference between manipulating shit santiago in the book made the fucking wind blow without whatever and i for i forgot what the fucking bet was but it was like nah he really really got in touch with the elements he got in touch with the gods he got in touch with the divine spirit to make shit happen and that's all because he alchemized it he didn't manipulate it but he really did alchemize it if you will i don't really even need to name names because i know that you probably thought of maybe one or two people who manipulate shit to their own selfish advantage to as to the disadvantage of others it's giving politicians for the most part here's the thing about the magician the magician yes is a powerful being that is in connection of all the elements can have control of the elements but that's not to say that nature itself ain't gonna take back its power or take back what's rightfully by the right of nature i want to mention two things real quick the scottish play for those who know you know you know you know i'm not saying the name and two y'all know karma is my bitch you know i love karma so in the scottish play and i actually watched the version with denzel last night and what was interesting is that you have to realize that the weird sisters are the magicians yes but the weird sisters are not only the master manifestors but they're also the master manipulators they're the alchemists in this sense but they're also playing as karma like sh yes they're telling homeboy that you shall be king but when homeboy goes out when he actually said just homeboy when homeboy and his wife go hellbent out their way for power or ambition as i believe it's analyzed to be like the cause it comes back to bite them and literally comes back not even to bite them it comes back to literally behead and kill them they are killed by the very power that they could not and should not have had control of and what's interesting is because like no like you have to you have to realize it all comes back around because he literally beheaded someone in the beginning of the play and then literally the rain goes to the rightful person which was the literal king's son the literal king that he killed his son who was already supposed to be the rightful person in the beginning but he homie got pissed because he wanted to fulfill and achieve and manipulate the prophecy that the weird sisters had told him so niggas <laughs> and especially shakespearean niggas <laughs> but like that's the thing it's it's all karma it's all karma and the weird sisters at least from what i'm understanding have always been the persons manipulating it literally they're underscoring the entire show so 
because they are forces of nature who are connected to nature and can manipulate nature itself, they very much already knew what was going to happen. They didn't tell homie what everything. Because homie was really, really trying to get all the answers. But that's the whole fucking thing, though. A magician never reveals their secrets. So the Weird Sisters never told him that you was going to die. The Weird Sister was like, you're going to be king. They never told him how. But he manipulated it so it was how or how it was so the weird sisters told that maduffa would turn the will sisters said that you know he should not be king by somebody who you know was born by a woman now yes everyone is born by a woman but the fucking thing about macduff specifically is that he was born by a c-section So he literally was not a natural-born baby. He was premature. He was a C-section baby. And that is something that is so interesting. Like, for real, for real. Like, bro, the prophecies is being fulfilled. But guess what? You are on the tragic end of it. And you don't even realize it. That's what happens when you try to reverse magician your way into situations and try to take control of shit and then you end up being a tyrant i gotta be careful y'all gotta be mindful of them folks who really with ill intentions try to do harm you can be a magician and you can be so powerful and so resourceful and so helpful but when you start to use all of that for selfish gain for reasons of wanting to be in power but to not be a powerful resource or a powerful guide or be a power that we can trust that anyone can trust babes i'm sorry for you you about to end up like that nigga now think about this infinity symbol that is above this magician's head the reason why i mention with the scottish play but also karma and how karma plays a part in the scottish play is because karma itself i i want to say lingers but it seems like karma itself is a part of the magician the magician is fully aware of karma swindling above its head so the magician knows that if they decide to do something against the force of nature if they try to manipulate shit to go in a way out of impure intentions they know what comes around is going to come back around so yes you have these resources but are you going to use them for good or are you going to use them for retribution for ill intentions for revenge and revenge is the thing that is already a karmic energy in itself sometimes revenge can be justified but we have to understand and realize that there's always going to be a consequence to revenge shameful shame 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 karmic energy lives in the magician and the magician is knowledgeable of it 
Now, if a magician is wary about karmic energies, then the magician needs to build their confidence and their trust in karma that all is well. Because once again, we all have free will at the beginning, the middle, and the end of the day. But if somebody tries to do something against that, karma's not going to have it. I can tell you that right now. That bitch, not going to have it. So you can be a person of good who experiences good karma or dharma. If you want to be the exact opposite, then please expect karma to come knocking at your door. She might not even knock. She'll like Big Bird kick that door down. Or surprise, bitch. Thought you seen the last of me. I leave y'all with, if you have the tools, if you have the resources, do what you will of them, but be weariful or be mindful that what you do of them will come back. Will return in threefold and tenfold in karmic balance energy but being knowledge that karma exists and she doesn't just exist in transition she exists within all of us that's why me and karmic are tight that's my girl i can't even say that's my evil twin like girl that's twin that's just twin that is an energetic twin that if something happens to me she takes care of it immediately whether if I call into her or not. And mind you, as an Aquarian with hella Capricorn fucking placements, oh, bitch, I know you know that <laughs> the karmic energies and the karmic balance and justice that has come because apparently Saturn has been in her home signs for like the past few years since the pandemic, really. It's like, oh, okay i'm not surprised i'm quite frank i'm 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 quite i'm quite grateful to be quite honest my cap and my aquarian placements do not play why do you think megan the stallion won that trial y'all because she has just about the same placements yep 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 and you don't want to mess with somebody with them placements now because karma will be served karma will serve karma will get the job done and make sure justice is served so once again i leave y'all with that thank y'all so much for listening please 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 go follow me and all my social medias down below please go ahead and follow this podcast if you have not already and leave us a five star review and I shall see y'all next time on Dragon Ball Spirituality. Da 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 da.